Welcome to a glove for the game. I'm Caleb, and you're Eric. Uh, and today we'll start off by telling you our top ten pound for pound fighters of the world. Eric, who is your ten and number nine? Well, we're just jumping into it, are we not, Caleb? So let's let then jump into it. All right. Um, who's my witch? Ten and nine. Um, I say. I don't know why I said Noya Inouye is number 10, because I don't really think that, but if that's the case, uh, this, uh, but okay, number 10, Noya, I don't think this is right, but Noya Inouye is number 10. I got Deontay, number 9, Anthony Joshua, <laughs> oh, sorry. So why do you have Ted died? Well, I, I'm still not really sure about Inouye. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen that he's a knockout artist. I don't really know who, who he's fought, if anyone decent. So I really can't say. The interesting thing, I think, is that my top ten, for the first time I could remember in a long time, it includes not only one heavyweight, but two heavyweights. And the reason why that's interesting is that usually pound for pound is created for... It started as an idea as, like, who is the best boxer regardless of weight class? Because... The heavyweights always got the attention because you know that the heavyweights are likely to win in a fight against a lower, lighter weight. If a good big man always beats a good little man, as they always say. But Deontay and Anthony Joshua have shown skills in their division that I think are, are outstanding and, and really show me. Like if Anthony Joshua was a middleweight, if Deontay Wilder was a middleweight, I think they do great. They are good boxers. They, they're athletic. Um, so I like them. So they're nine and eight for me. So you mean ten and nine? No, ten is Noya in a way. Oh, uh, okay. So I, my ten and nine, I have Jared Hurd at number ten. Um, we've just seen so much from. The only reason he's not higher is because Jermel Charlo and him are so close. I didn't think it was fair to put him any higher than ten and leave Jermel Charlo off my pound for pound list. And number nine, I I have Dioa in a way. I've seen him fight multiple fights. I think he's a great fighter, and I expect a lot from him. Uh, let me ask you about. Let me go back to that point about Jared Hurd. Well, don't you? Who has Jermel Charlo beaten that can even? go into the same realm as what Jared Hurd has faced. I mean, by beating Arislande Lara and beating him convincingly, all right, you can't, I mean, to me, I don't know how you can even compare Austin Trout. Erickson Lubin. And Austin Trout. Erickson Lubin was a nice up-and-coming fighter, but we didn't really know how good he was. Austin Trout was past his prime, so... Tell me, tell me, give me, give me the last couple well, fights. Well, let's see. Of, uh, let's uh, take a look at Jared Hurd. Okay, uh, Jared Hurd. Let's see who he's fought. He is. He's fought Arizona Lara. Great. He's fought Austin Trout. Also passed his prime. He's fought Tony Harrison. So is Jermel Charlo. He, like, they're very two. They're too similar to me. That's why I give him. I do give uh her the edge. Over Jermel, that's why Jermel would probably be by 11, but Jared hurts number 10. Who do you think that the experts would say would win, Jermel or uh, or Jared Hurd? Um, I don't know. How uh, did Jared, do you think that the Charlos were born with that hair or what? They're pretty boys, aren't they? Jared Hurd's not a pretty boy. That's all I have to say. I like a rough and tumble sort of guy. I'd like to see what the Charlo brothers 
either one of them go up against Arislandi Lara. Which one's the one, which Charlo is the one in the lighter division? It's really lighter, hard to tell. Jermel Charlo Jermel. Is, is a Judah middleweight. Okay, so Jermel. I'd like to see Jermel go up against Arislandi Lara. Let's see that fight. I would like, I I would like to see Jermel, his older, his brother, that's in the middleweight division, uh, go against Gennady Golovkin. That's something I would like to see. Oh, I would love it. Because I think Golovkin will knock him out. Mm, I would love to see that. I want to see the Charlo boys knocked out. I think they're pretty boys. I think they're not ready for the fight. Well, um, let's see. What's your age at seven, Eric? By the way, I'm, I think I'm looking at... I, I, well, I don't want to jump the gun. I probably would have traded out Nioa in a way for uh, your number seven, which is Alexander Usyk, because after what I saw, I would probably put Usyk up there. But that... Being said, I'm stuck with Inouye for now, but I think I might change it. So my number um, seven is Jarrett Hurd, uh, for all the reasons we've discussed. I think Jarrett Hurd's win over Arislandi Lara puts him in the the upper echelons of boxing right now. But my question is, why Jarrett Hurd at number seven, but you don't have Charlo on your list? Because I think what I've not only have they they fought similar competition. Jermel is a fantastic body puncher. He Jermel is the junior middleweight. Yes. Okay. We're talking about Jermel. There, there shouldn't be twins in boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's not. Especially with it's that too close confusing. of a name. And <laughs> they they have the same hair, the same outfit. And they I basically find, have the same name. I find them irritating. I, I think Jermel wants to fight Danny Jacobs, and I think I would love Danny Jacobs to beat Jermel. I, I would and, like on the same card, a huge middleweight card, Jermel versus Golovkin and Canelo versus Daniel Jacobs. Beautiful. 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 I like it. All okay, right. Okay, so who's... You have Usyk at seven? No, I got... Wait, who's your, who's oh, you your have, six? Who's your six? Oh, my six is uh, Mikey uh, Garcia. Mikey Garcia. I, that's something we can agree on. So we, well, what do you got as eight, seven, six? Talk about it. Because you didn't well, mention number eight or seven. But at eight, I got Keith Thurman. I know he's been out for a long activity, but I... But I I moved him down from what it was previously, but I, I I moved him down to number eight just because he's coming back in January. I don't know exactly the exactly the date. I'll check I'll check it out. Well, I think I, I, just to let you know, I think there's a point to be made for Thurman at um, well to, at, at, at in the top ten, and the reason, despite the fact he's been out, let's talk about who he's beaten because he's beaten some great fighters in the division. He's beaten the best. He's beaten uh, Danny Garcia. He's beaten um, um, uh, oh boy, Sean Porter. He's beaten um, other dudes. I mean, but those two are, are the ones that come to mind. They, but those two are really good. Oh, Jesus Soto Caras, Julio Diaz, Robert, Robert Guerrero. the Ghost Guerrero, Luis Colazo, who's not a bad fighter whatsoever. Um, and now he's going to be up against Josecito Lopez. Uh, so I think that should be good. Yeah, I mean, this guy is this guy's the real deal, but he's been out for a while. And I think that people are saying he's afraid to fight Errol Spence. Oh, no, no. I, don't, I, I, don't, yeah, I, I highly disagree. Highly disagree. I think in his mind... I, think it's, be, uh, I think it's very possible for Keith Thurman to beat Errol Spence. I'm not saying I think he will. I'm saying it's very possible. I hope he does. I, I hope like he does. him. I very much like Keith Thurman. I think he's a good fighter and he's a good example to the youth. Um, and a youth of all ages and uh, even adults. Okay. And so 
for my seven, I have Alexander Usyk. I've been watching all of his fights since like the since the quarterfinals of the World Boxing Super Series tournament. Yes. And I've and I've watched all of it. I watched the Tony Belly fight and I love watching him. He's so entertaining and as well he's such a great puncher and he has such great footwork. And he's he's also trained by Vasily Lomachenko's dad who trains Vasily Lomachenko. They're, right. He's tra- he's trained Did so Vasily no wonder Lomachenko's he's Lomachenko's tra- dad uh, a boxer. Um, I don't know. Not now, but... I know, but I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Well, my number six is something we agree on. Mikey Garcia. And he's going to have his fight ahead of him, but I guess we're going to talk about that later in yeah, the show. Yeah, we'll talk about his fight, his upcoming fight with Errol Mikey Spence. Garcia, to me, is an all-around boxer. You know, he's just... He is just, but, I, I don't see a lot punch. of weak, he is punches, he's a boxer, I'm saying he's got everything, he's a boxer, puncher, he's very good technically, um, I, I don't see a lot of weaknesses in him, uh, what you, you know, he, he's a solid boxer, and uh, I'm just very interested to see how he does. You only think he's solid? I think he's very solid. But I think I he's think, a world-class fighter. But he's, he's a- coming up, he's a short welterweight, I, and I'm saying, I'm saying that... You know, I, that I think is going to be his biggest issue here. He's going to have a tough time with this size. Well, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think yeah. he might have a tough time with the size of Errol Spence. But okay, uh, moving on. Who do you have at five and four, Eric? Oh, who do I have? I have at five and four. I've got. Um, well, I've got. I've got. Vasily Lomachenko, which I, yeah, I think a lot is low for a lot of pe- people and very experts. Low, very low. But very I, low. I, I think Lomachenko's good. I think that, you know, it's too it's still too soon to make judgments about him. I know that's crazy. I know that's funny at the same time. I mean, I've never seen a boxer, though, do this well this early on. The only one who I can compare his early days to, there's two other guys, actually, from the 90s that I, and 2000s that I can compare him to, and that would be... Uh, Fernando, ferocious Fernando Vargas, who won a title very young, but not as not in a he didn't fight in his second fight, and uh, I guess uh, Danny Reed, David Reed, who is unknown now these days, but David Reed is a good fighter. He the the, the interesting thing about uh, both David Reed and Fernando Vargas, they were fed, so to speak, to Felix Trinidad. And Trinidad destroyed them. After he beat him, that was it. Now, you don't get the sense that Lomachenko is going to suffer the same fate when he steps up in competition because he's fought top competition. Rigondeaux, although Rigondeaux was very small. But in my, but my Linares, opinion, is, I think the reason... Nick Walters. The reason I think Lomachenko is so low is because think about it like this. Look, he, Jose, Jose Ramirez, a solid fighter in his first fight, what is the fourth round knockout? Orlando Salido, who was a world champion at the time, that's who his holy losses to. In his in his in his third fight, he faces Gary Russell Jr., a world class fighter, a great fighter, and beats him. Oh, soundly. And as well, if you go there, if you go up to his eighth fight, decision, but I don't know how that was. I watched that fight. It was it was a blowout. And if you go to that's um, just by the way, thinking back. That shows how good Gary Russell Jr. is, that he didn't get um, knocked out or quit or anything. And if you go to his 
if you go only to his eighth fight against Nicholas Walters, who is also a world-class puncher. Oh, by the way, I thought Nicholas Walters was going to give him a fight. Not at all. It, it, it Man, is 11th Mariaga. fight. He beat Guillermo Rigdo. It is 12th fight. We were at this fight. Jorge Lenores, who is a very is a great world-class fighter. Were we at that fight? Yes. I remember. Just tell me about it. Where were we? We... It was in the Madison Square Garden. We didn't go. Oh, okay. We went. It was great. I don't remember now. Okay, I guess I'm a little bit out of it. But and anyway, point being that he's very good. Who's he fighting next? Though? Why is he fighting? Who's he fighting next? Jose Pedrada. Oh, okay. So that guy's good. He's I mean, unifying. I think Pedraza's good. I mean, uh, I would like to see that fight. Um, do you think they'll let me? He's beat, he's, his only loss um, is to Gervonta Davis. Oh, I hate Jermaine. I Davis. know. I want, so see, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Vasily beat Javante Davis. Why don't they make that fight? Javante Davis thinks he's a superstar. Like there's about five people that know him. But according to his uh, promoter Floyd Mayweather, uh, says he's not ready just yet to fight Vasily. Ah, means. Floyd Mayweather's honest. Does, I, I'm sure that Javante uh, is not too exactly excited about hearing that from his uh, person. Well. It, if we go on, uh, who's your number four? Well, um, I just, by the way, I'm Gervonta. He's 20 and 0, 19 KOs. And we're saying he'd be fodder, essentially, for... Uh, do you think he'd put up a good fight? Gervonta Davis? Against... Uh, Lomachenko? Yeah. No, I think he can land punches, but I don't think it'll be close. If who's, he lands, though, do you think... I mean, Who's I've your seen, number four? Uh, I've seen Lomachenko go down. Uh, I just wanted four? to continue about Gervonta for just a little bit, but okay, okay fine. That's right, that's right. We're going to move on um, then because I'll talk about number the top four then. I'm going to hit uh, next is Gennady Triple G uh, because I don't know why they call Triple G is cooler. That's the only reason why because really you don't have to call him Gennadyevich, right? You could just call him Gennady Golovkin. But uh, I think it does add to his mystique that he, they call him Triple G. Um, and, and Gennady Golovkin is a great fighter, no doubt. Um, I, you know, I, you, you are of the view that he beat in both fights Canelo. And I, yes. I'm of the view that in the first fight, it was very close. The second fight, I could see it have gone either way, although I probably would have given it to Gennady. The second one, I thought, I thought uh, Canelo beat him. It, which is something that's kind of spectacular. The first fight, I had... I had it closer than the second fight. The first fight, I had it seven rounds to five, 115 to 113 in favor of Gennady Golovkin. And in the second fight, I had the eight, eight rounds to four, 116 to 112 for Gennady Golovkin. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, he's older, um, Gennady Golovkin, you know. And, he's and older, but I have... I don't know if he... I've seen him slip a little. Now, maybe he slipped... Because in the sense of he hasn't scored a lot of knockouts, but that could be because of his opposition has has been better. Um, you know, yeah. look, he's 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 stuck it through. He, he didn't turn in. He's been managed. To, he's very disciplined guy. He manages to um, keep his uh, how shall we say his. He's very disciplined. A lot of fighters who reach the pinnacle like he did. Um, weren't able to keep it as long as he had. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of another power puncher, very similar style, Kelly Pavlik. 
Uh, Kelly Pavlik had just as good of a punch as Gennady. I actually think Kelly Pavlik had a better punch, was a better one-punch knockout artist than Gennady Golovkin. Better one-punch knockout. You've heard it here first. Um, I think that Pavlik, I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, Caleb, you may be too young to see uh, Pavlik versus uh, Jermaine Taylor, but if you do, go watch that fight. Let me tell you, that is a terrific fight. Terrific. Have you seen it? No. Go watch it. I will. After this, you're going to watch it? Uh, yep. No, no, really. After this I show. I will. Okay, then. I'm going to check on you. And I'll report on the next show. Okay. <laughs> okay, for my five and four, at number five, I have Errol Spence Jr., which for some people might think it's low, but I think it's a perfectly fair rating. I do, and too. And I can understand it. And, 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 and sorry, go ahead, sir. I'm, no, I'm, I'm talking too much. No, it's real fun. See, I know you have him much higher. I do, but I'll explain why, because it's interesting. It goes against my usual uh, assessment of See, boxers. See, I, ha- I just have him... He, I, he, he is the best body puncher in boxing. Yeah. Is there anybody that you can compare? Uh, yeah, Canelo. Canelo is a good puncher, but I think Errol Spence is the best body puncher in boxing, and he's fought... And he beat Kel Brook, he beat LeBron Peterson, he, and he's about to go into a fight with Mikey Garcia, which we will talk about later in the show. Uh, uh, but going back to why I think I see why you don't rank him as high as I do, and it actually goes totally against my usual assessments, which are usually I, I want to see who the boxer is beaten. And Spence is being good competition, B-plus level competition in... Kel Brook and Lamont Peterson, maybe B competition, but not A competition. He just hasn't beaten A competition. And so the question is, why? Why do I treat him differently than I say Vasily? And it's hard to say because Vasily does show a lot of, um, you know, skills, power. um, But Errol Spence reminds me of a young Roy Jones, almost someone who I feel can't be beaten. I, I almost see some invincibility on the part of Errol Spence. That's scary. I just see it. I could be wrong. Um, I hope I'm wrong, actually. I'm not a huge fan of Spence, but um, I think he's that good. If he, can, if he can keep his head in the game and doesn't get too high on his horse, uh, you know, giddy up, so to speak, then I'm going to say to you that uh, Errol Spence got a great future ahead of him. Um, I don't know how he can be beaten. And that's the crazy thing. Because here's the thing. Keith Thurman is being far better by, by opposition. And even with the layoff, he's a more accomplished fighter. And if you had to say who's ready for... If, if, if you had to like say... like I, Neither I'm going to say are ready for the Hall of Fame yet. But if someone were... A, who, if you were to look at their resumes, you got to put Keith Thurman in there before you do Spence. But Spence has got what I call such, he's got the talent that makes me believe that he can actually just beat anybody. And he's got the arrogance, the confidence, whatever you want to call it. I think he's, I think he's, the, he's going to be on this stage for a long time. I would like to see him get his, him, his uh, behind beaten, so to speak, so the in public, because I really don't like him, actually. But... So- Anyway. At, at my number four, we do agree on this, Eric. Gennady Triple G Golovkin. And he, the, 
I I I would have him at number three. I would have him switch between Canelo at number three, but but the judges' decision is out of my hands, and I'll go with what the judges think, even though I very heavily disagree with it. I, so so why then do you not rank him higher? If you because, think he won and you think he's the better boxer, why not rank him higher? Because here's something you have to put into account when you're ranking a boxer. You one of the things you're ranking it. Is their record, and if his record, if you, is his record says one loss and one draw, and those are to Canelo Alvarez, I'm gonna go by the, the judges said, and I'm gonna count that a loss. So I but, keep, so I keep. I mean, you didn't think it was a highway robbery, is what you're saying? Meaning, no. you could see how two, how people could disagree, even if you think, even if you strongly disagree, it's within the realm of. People that are re- it's it, not like it wasn't a, it wasn't like a crazy like lopsided fight. I just thought it was clear enough, clear enough for me at least to see that Gennady Triple G Golovkin beat Canelo Alvarez in both fights. Right, it's an interesting that like you know I don't know if you've seen Holyfield and Lewis um, the first fight. Holyfield definitely lost that fight, and yet. Um, it was a draw. Those are the kinds of things that are robberies. I mean, Pernell Whitaker beating Julio Cesar Chavez, you know, almost oh, shut him was, out. That was a huge robbery. And you know what? They robbed Pernell Whitaker a bunch of times. I think that's, that it's, uh, that's why he's kind of messed up these days. Uh, you know, his brain is not... I mean, I don't see his brain is, is damaged, but he's not totally stable, it seems to me. Okay. Who do you have at number three and at number two? I have at number three, Junior Dorticos. I'm just kidding, my friend. I know he's a big fan, this Caleb. Um, but uh, anyway, no, we're just kidding. Uh, Junior Dorticos is actually a good fighter, though, is he not? Yeah. He's, not a, he's not a bad fighter. He's just a random he, fighter. He lost to Marat Gassiev, and Marat Gassiev then lost to uh, who? Alexander uh, And And Gassiev's a good fighter, isn't he? Yeah, Gassiev's a great fight. All right, so you want me to get back into what I was it, saying? It was one of my fights of the year, actually, Gassiev. It's one of my contenders for fight of the year, Gassiev Dorticos. It was actually a really good fight. Yeah, well, there you go. And I, I, I hope it does get it so that I could bother you for the next 30 years about saying Dorticos, Dorticos, Dorticos. But um, Canelo Alvarez, let's talk about Canelo Alvarez because he is a young guy. I mean, he must be still a very young guy. He, what is he, 25? Maybe younger? Canelo is currently, uh, what's his name? He, 28 he's years 28, old. 28 years old. So he's actually getting into his boxing prime, and but he's been through some wars. Look, the guy is really, I have yep. to say, he's had a solid career. His only loss by record is to um, uh, Floyd Mayweather, who is a all Yeah, great. now I'm just going to go through some of, actually I'd like to go through some of his beat winnings because he is actually a, a, a good fighter. I'm going to go through some of the notable names on his record. Since, uh, Ho, okay, Jose Miguel Cotto is Miguel Cotto's brother. Uh, that's not really a great record. Shane Mosley. Well, let's wait. Hold on. We're gonna we're not there yet. I'm going to talk about Carlos Baldemir, who won the welterweight title from J- Zab Judah in an upset. Uh, there was Lovemore Endu, who was a good fighter. Uh, there was Matthew Hatton, which is Ricky Hatton's brother, which is not really special. It's like a lot of great people's brothers. Yeah, there's Kurt, but then he beat Kermit Citron. He knocked him out, which um, I stopped thinking Kermit Citron was a serious fighter when he sort of 
actually literally flew out of the ring against... Uh, he literally looked to me like he jumped out of the ring against Paul Williams. It didn't, he pretended like he was hit to get out of the fight, I think, but he really seemed to have just jumped out, flew out of the ring, like he, he had wings. Then he fought Shade Mosley. That was quite a fight. Shade Mosley. Now, Mosley was, was past his prime, of course, but nevertheless, and still, he was still solid. Jose Cito Lopez, solid fighter. Austin Trout, solid fighter. But that was like the best of Austin Trout. Austin Trout was undefeated at the yes, time. Yes, yes. But, but you're right, you're right. He wasn't over the hill. Uh, so he did beat Austin Trout, and that was actually one of his best fights. Floyd Mayweather, actually great fight, uh, but I don't understand the majority decision. That was a yeah. clear win for well, Mayweather. Well, you know who called, do you know who called, who the, per, the person that called it a draw? Uh, Want to know? I bet I could BS. Adelaide Bird, yeah. the person who scored. Why do they let some of these people Adela- do it? Adelaide Bird, the per- scored the Mayweather Canelo fight a draw, which is crazy. And Adelaide Bird is the same person who scored who scored the first fight between Golovkin and Canelo, one eighteen to one ten for Canelo. Where, oh, uh, it uh, made me yell. He actually fought between after he fought Alexandri Lara. A lot of people thought Lara won that fight. It was a good fight, but he was the guy who fought Angulo and Kirkland. James Kirkland and Alfredo Angulo, two guys who I think before you really came of age, you may have been like, I don't know, maybe it was you know five years ago, six years ago, and that's significant to someone like you. Six years ago to me, I'm still a human being walking around. You were basically like, hi, I'm a, seriously a baby. Uh, <laughs> not, not like a baby baby, but a little kid. So, But my point being, Caleb, that you ought to watch the fight. Oh, my God, you don't even know who won this fight. Between James Kirkland and uh, I want you to watch this fight right afterwards. What did I tell you about the other fight to watch? Uh, it was Purnell. No, it was Purnell Whitaker and. I definitely did not tell you to watch a Colonel Whitaker fight. Okay, James Kirkland, go watch this. This is a. This is guys. If you want to watch some old fights, and this is not that old, but for some of you guys, it is. Uh, this fight, James Kirkland versus Alfredo Angulo, was one of the most exciting fights I have ever seen. And I, Caleb, I think you'll agree. James Kirkland versus Alfredo Angulo. Please watch that fight, Caleb. Please. Okay. Nice. You know, I tell you to watch Ike Corte versus Oscar De La Hoya, you don't watch it. I tell you to do things, you don't do it. All right, anyway. Okay, now. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, just one second. Uh, we're going through uh, the career of Canelo. Uh, beating Amir Khan, beating Miguel Cotto, that was impressive. Beating, um, you know, he's just a good boxer. What can I say? He beat the... Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Yeah, which, uh, what a disappointment that guy yeah, turned out to be. I thought that would be a great fight, and it was, well, ended up being a lopsided fight. He never took it serious, that guy, uh, what's his face? Julio Cesar Travis Jr.? Yes. Okay, well... I think you called him Julio we... Cesar Travis Jr., but that's fine. <laughs> All right, let's go. Who do you have your number two? Uh, I think I said Errol Spence. So we already talked about him. I did. And my number one, but I could say where my number one is if you'd like. Because okay, we basically talked ahead. about most of these guys already. Uh, my number one is uh, Terrence Crawford. Um, because... And that's a mixture of the guys he fought and his skills. Also, a guy... Who to me might, you know, he doesn't seem as, he doesn't have the Roy Jones kind of unbeatability, but he does, he's a mean guy in that ring, 
And he is a good, good fighter. They're saying he's going to fight Luis Colazzo, which I don't know exactly what happened to Luis Colazzo in quite a while, but uh, Luis Colazzo is a good fighter, so you shouldn't sleep on him. I'll tell you that much. Oh, boy. Uh, Terrence Crawford, great boxer. Great, great boxer. He's and who's his next box looking box against Luis Colazzo, right? Is that what they're saying? No, they didn't schedule it yet. It's not official, but he's great. Good. I mean he's great. I mean he's great. I could see this this guy this guy knows how to fight. He's not Julius Adago, which I thought was gonna be like a, a contender oh, for yes, fight of the year. Yes. Knocked him out of the third round. You know what? You know who Julius Ndango reminds me of? Who? That guy that Lomachenko beat. Um the guy. Uh, the guy Robert Walters. Both of them, to me, are played by Nicholas, the same actor. Nicholas mean, Walters, yes. Yeah. Uh, he beat Thomas DeLorme. He beat uh, G- Lund- Hank Lundy. He beat... But who did he really beat? Victor Postal. Okay, that's better. Uh, but he beat some guys. All right, let's be honest. He beat some guys. We know that he beat some guys. And he beat Jose Benavides Jr. Yeah, he sure did do that. He beat Indango, which was, which was a big one. Uh, he beat Jeff the Hitman Horn, or the Jeff the Horn Horn. Jeff the cheese horn. <laughs> well, Alrighty then. So my three, two, and one. Three is Canelo. We've talked about him. Two is Terrence Crawford. We just talked about him. And my number one, Vasily Lomachenko. This guy, we've talked about him a little bit, but not enough. He is so good. I'm just, he is a great fighter. I wonder if he's going to go down in history as the greatest fighter ever. I'm not kidding, by the way. You think it's a joke. But you might just be seeing the greatest fighter of our time, of all time. You never know. I mean, he's that good. He's only 5'7", though. Usually people who are the greatest fighters of all time turn well, out to be at least five My nine. greatest boxer of all time right now, I got Sugar Ray Robinson. Well, so, so that's the consensus of all boxing aficionados. Most people will put him up there. You know, there's other great ones that they name... Uh, Henry Armstrong. And oh, he, he Henry Armstrong's like my number three. Henry Armstrong. Moore. Henry Armstrong's my number three. Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard. Bert, Roberto Duran. Um, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad okay. Ali. Mike Tyson. Uh, yes, but I don't think that people put him in the same league as those. They put him in the same league. The guy had the talent to do it, but that's why it's important longevity. The question is really who. Who is the better heavyweight champion, Holmes or Tyson? See, now, on the one hand, I think Tyson at his best beats Holmes at his best. Period. I think Mike Tyson at his best is the greatest heavyweight champion of all time. Possible. Possible. At but his very best. That's, like, the very best. That's the guy that... I'm talking about the guy that beat Michael Spinks in the first round knockout. That's what And the guy about. who beat our favorite fighter, Tony Tubbs, in the second round oh, knockout. Oh, yeah. Tony freaking Tubbs. Alrighty then. So we've done with that. What's our next thing on the list? We're going. To, we're talking about the fight tonight. What fight tonight? We're, it's the last um, segment of HBO's World Championship Boxing. Oh come on! I gotta be on a train. That sucks. Okay. Well, tell me. Maybe I'll it's see when Dimitri I get to the Dimitri Bivol versus Juan Pascal. Oh, that's gonna be good. Uh, the problem with John Pascal is he's way past his prime. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you why. It's not age. It's just that he's been through too many wars. So he's going to get... I, I, I fear he's going to actually get hurt. This is, gonna, this is the kind of fight that's going to make Dimitri Bivol look very good. This is what this is for, to make Dimitri Bivol look like a killer. Who just beat Sergei Kovalev? 
It was Eliezer Alvarez. Right, Eliezer. I would like to see a rematch of those two. I think they scheduled one. Good, because Good. I would like to see that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think Kovalev really, I mean, Kovalev is not, you know what part of Kovalev's thing was that he was unbeatable. Like this guy gets in the ring, he kills, he's just, he's just a monster. All right. Now you're talking, okay, now you're talking Sergei Kovalev. It's sort of like, un, you know, unmasking the fact that he's not the greatest boxer anymore. Same with Adonis. Adonis Stevenson, is he still champ? Yeah, he's still champ. Because he doesn't defend his title. He's got to be stripped. He's got to be stripped. I mean, Sometimes figuratively, you mean. <laughs> well, we always like joking at the uh, this show, at the uh, Glove for the Game, as you know. Um, I, I really do like the jokes. Um, anyway, Caleb, so what's, what's next? Tonight's fight is an easy fight. Easy fight to reach Ribble Unfortunately. Or, early to late knockout, uh, be, just because if he plays with him. Um, um, I, next think he, I don't know if he can... You don't play with John Pascal, because he still has got a punch. So but, next up, we got... I mean... We got, I think that that's not right to be said. We got, that. in my opinion, the best heavyweight in the world, Deontay Wilder, going up against Tyson Fury. Ah, okay. that's going to be wonderful. I can't, when is that? I, I, can't can't, wait. I can't wait to see Fury get knocked out in the very first round. The first punch. I can't wait to see it. Well, you know, that's the beauty of I Fury really, because I he's really, not an exciting fighter. And what makes people really watch him is him. his mouth. And he's a very charismatic guy. Um, I can't wait till this fight either. That's going to be, what, next week? Uh, uh, let me... Holy kiznolis. No, I think it might be in two weeks. Wait. So why, what, either way. Let me check. You know, look, uh, Tyson Fury's taking this fight serious. He looks great. He looks better than he ever has, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm looking forward to this fight. I really am. I really am looking forward to this fight. And you know... No, it's next week. Uh-huh, next week. Here's the thing. You know, an interesting side note... He's named after Mike Tyson. He loves Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson loves him, which is crazy. But um, the interesting thing, and, and Tyson Fury's got a lot of confidence. And I don't think it's false according confidence. According to Tyson Fury's father, he almost named his other son Holyfield Fury. But then the wife said, one boxer's I, enough. That's probably a good idea. I think the father may have taken a little too many punches to the head. Calling his kids with their names, the last names of the kids. But point being, Caleb. Deontay Wilder's going to kill him, and that's what I'm excited for. I don't know if he's going to kill him. I think that Fury is ready. I think Wilder. But you know what, what the thing that he doesn't understand? What Fury doesn't understand? Well, what people. That he's going to get knocked out senseless? Here's why. Because I don't know, I, I don't. Did Fury ever get knocked down? Even I don't remember. So, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know if he's ever been knocked well, down. Well, which competition has he faced? Tell me, a good competition. Okay, he's be okay. The only good competition he's faced, Vladimir Klitschko, which was a terrible fight, by the way. And Kevin Johnson wasn't a bad up and coming guy. Uh, Derek Chisora, we know, is a good fighter. Um, but the point being, okay, but he showed skills. Do you think that he, right if today? Tyson Fury, let's talk about the heavyweight division for a second. All right, Tyson Fury versus, let's go over the couple of top 10 heavyweights, okay? Let's go over the top 10 heavyweights by okay. Ring Magazine. Okay. Who does Fury beat these days? Okay, right now, according to Ring Magazine, uh, his, their number one is Anthony Joshua, then they got Wilder. Okay, so let's take it one by one. Okay, can Fury beat Joshua? This version no. of Fury. No, 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 not happening. Knockout? 
Uh, knockout for Joshua? Yes. Okay. Wilder, like I said, gonna knock him out. You know what, that, that's the thing. The reason why I'm saying it is because he went through hell and back with Ortiz, and Ortiz is just as crafty as Fury, but hits harder. So to me, and I don't care how old Ortiz You is. think Ortiz hits harder than uh, Fury? Wilder? No, Fury. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was picking Fury. Look, I picked Ortiz in that fight, and I almost was right. And I looked at you. We were sitting next to each other, and I looked at you, and I said, I told you. And, and I said and I said to you, I can't change my prediction now. I'm going to keep it up. But Wilder it looked by like it. And it I said to him, like Wilder by Tethra knockout. I don't care. Okay. And guess what happened? Wilder by Tethra knockout. Fury versus Ortiz at this time, given Fury's eight. Ortiz, eight, late knockout. You do still say so. Yes. Dillian uh, White's really Dillian White. Dillian White, unanimous decision over Tyson Fury. Alexander Povetkin, late late knockout or, or unanimous decision over Tyson Fury. Joseph, really? What is jo- Alexander Joseph, P- Joseph Parker, late knockout or unanimous decision over Tyson Fury. Uh, Gerald Miller, late knockout or unanimous decision over Tyson Fury. Kubrat Polev, unanimous decision over Tyson Fury. Well, really, Kubra Pulov? Nah. Yes. I think that Fury could take him. And I'm not sure about the big baby, but he is a big, big baby. I'm sorry. I get crazy when I hear babies. Sorry. Go ahead, guy. So, yeah, I have... Uh, that's a fight. I'm looking forward to it. It's a big night. So, so but you, I think... Do you think it's going to be competitive? Do I think it will be competitive, the Wilder Fury fight? No. Not even for a couple rounds. I don't think it will go a couple rounds. I think it will be a first round knockout. I don't think it's going to be. I have it a first round knockout for Deontay Wilder. I don't think so. I think that, that Fury is. Do you know who I think of Fury? What I think Fury is mentally what, strong. When you, say, when you say Fury, do you know who I think of? Look, their name, they ring him seven already. Yeah, and, yeah, Fury, yeah Fury, Fury's mentally strong. Just the guy that dealt with depression, he's mentally strong, right? Mentally strong. Mentally yes, strong. Mentally, Men- strong. mentally strong. For boxing, yeah. he is. For that, for what he needs to do in the ring, yes. Yes, he does. I When I when I hear the word name Tyson Fury, I think of Vermaine Stivern. That's who I think of. Why? Because I think they're both going to get knocked down in the first round by Deontay Wilder. That's what I think. Oh, okay. They that, get knocked senseless. That you think that they look alike because they really kind of don't. Really I mean, I can see why you think they do, but they really don't. And at, coming up on that undercard, we got Jared Hurd versus Jason Wellborn. I think this is an easy fight. For uh, Jared Hurd. And not because I have anything against Jason Wellborn. It's just that... Why would you have anything against him? You don't know him. But I would say that uh, Jason Wellborn, I don't know what the hell he's done. What has uh, he done? Uh, there's he not done? even a Wikipedia page for him. Let me check it on BoxRec. Yeah, you gotta go to BoxRec. Jason Wellborn. I think he sounds like a, a movie. Jason Bourne. Wellborn. Jason Bourne. Jason Wellborn. Jason Wellborn. Let's see who he's from. We love Jason no, Wellborn, though. I want to see him go up against uh, Conor McGregor. Jason Wellborn. <laughs> Jason Wellborn. He's beat Tommy Langford twice. And Tommy Langford. Lee, he's beat funny. Liam Smith. That's like a guy from like the Tommy 1800s. Morrison. No, 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 that guy. No. Tommy Morrison was a pretty good fighter. Yeah. I wonder. You know what? Battle of the um, uh, Tommy Morrison versus Jerry Cooney at their best. Wonder who to win that one. That's a good question. Because Jerry Cooney was actually a really good fighter. I think uh, Jason Wilborn gets knocked senseless by Jared Hurd in Who, the fourth round. I can't. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. No doubt. Okay. Gonna get Going into the no next doubt. fight we're talking about. The Sealy Lomachenko versus Jose Pet- 
Pedraza. Pedraza? Yeah, Pedraza. Pedraza. Yeah, what do you think? December 8th, I got Lomachenko by either late knockout or lopsided decision. And Pedraza's a good fighter. I just think Lomachenko, I told you. I'm looking you. for the upset here because I think Pedraza's got something. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's already like you can't. No, but you know who? Be? He beat Raimundo Beltran. And uh, he lost to Gervonta Davis in seven rounds by TKO. Yeah, he's going to be beaten. Okay, yeah. anyone who could be. I don't care who, if you lose, if you've already lost or had a close fight, you're not going to be. Next is coming up in January. Hmm. Okay. We got. <laughs> Cut me off there, Caleb. Sorry. He's uh, got. Pacquiao versus Adrian Brillard. I like it. So you got it. two guys past their prime. I like it. I don't think Broner's past his prime. I think Broner's past his prime because his mental, he's not mentally stable. He's not good for the game. He reminds me of a Zab Judah. Like he's got the talent. He's just not mentally in the game. So Pacquiao is mentally in the game, but he's physically past his prime. It's going to be an interesting fight. I don't know. For whatever reason, now I don't want to say it's because he was taking PEDs. But Manny Pacquiao doesn't seem to have the knockout power that he used to have, which is weird since... But is that because he doesn't have this, the speed he once had? Or is it because he was taking PEDs? Hard to say. But I don't know how he got up from fly... I still don't understand how he was a flyweight and then moved up all the way and you, to... And you told me about the Miguel Cotto-Pacquiao fight. You do think he was... I had to. I mean, there's, to me, there's no way Cotto loses... I still can't fathom it. I just can't understand it. I don't understand how he beat him. I understand, but you know what? It could have been the surprise at the time. So I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that fight. I think it's going to be a fun fight. Well, I have These are Adrian guys past their prime, but it's going to be good. I have Adrian Broner winning just because. Well, he can come back. Really, you do? Is he the favorite? Who's the betting favorite? I don't even know. I bet you Matt that Pacquiao's the betting favorite. Okay. Well, going to our last. Well, don't you think we owe it to our fans, to uh, Caleb, to tell them? Well, do you know? You check out the betting favorite. Yeah, go ahead. And I'll start. Go the ahead. Seven. Okay, we have our last thing we're going to talk about today. Um, uh, but and after that, I just want to just yeah. hit some a couple more fights. But but go ahead, go ahead. Uh, we have Errol Spence Jr. versus Mikey Garcia. Man, that's going to be a great fight. I cannot wait. March sixteenth, twenty nineteen, Arlington, Texas. Uh, it's. Fox pay-per-view, I believe. What was it that I just asked, was going to check? The, uh, the, the Vegas odds for a pack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. And I cannot wait for that fight. Yeah, I think it will be a very close fight, but I do have Errol Spence coming out on top ju- just because, like, like, Gar- like Eric said, Garcia is not a natural welterweight, so I think and Errol Spence has the better size. And as, and as well, Errol Spence... He is such a good body puncher. I've talked about this, but he is such a great body puncher. So I do have Spence beating Mikey Garcia. Interesting. Um, I, I'm looking forward to that January 19th fight, though, Adrian Brown. Uh, just some other fights that they're talking about coming in the future. First of all, what is with Caleb? You, did you realize when we... When that, who would have realized that your name was going to be a popular boxing name? Now there's a Caleb Truax. Uh, Jose Uzcateki is going to make his first defense on January 13th um, against uh, of the uh, super middleweight title against Caleb Plant. I mean, how many Caleb's can we have? Uh, it's craziness. Uh, uh, there's also uh, Anthony Durrell is going to be fighting Abney Yildirim. 
uh, February 23rd. La oh, did you see that Lamont Peterson's going to fight uh, Sergey Lipinets? Oh, that's going to be a good fight. I know it. March but I do, But I do have Sergey Lipinets coming out on top of that. But it will be a good fight. April 13th, uh, Minnesota native Caleb Truax against P Kid Chocolate. Whatever happened to him after he got knocked out in one round by Danny Jacobs? There's something I do want to point out here about a fight that's not been scheduled, but I need it to be scheduled. Yes. Wilder Joshua, uh, that that fight has to happen after Wilder knocks Tyson Fury, sets this out. They have to, immediately Joshua has to be right there. They have to do that thing what they did with uh with the with, at the Canelo Chavez Jr. fight when Golovkin came into the ring and they announced the fight there. They have to do that with with Joshua and Wilder because once Wilder knocks him senseless, Joshua has to come to that ring. They have to schedule April thirteenth because. It's a Dillian way. I don't care. You don't need to fight Joshua again. I don't care. You lost, okay? Wilder, Joshua has to happen. I'm okay, sorry. and then let's end on this. Um, what's next for Floyd Mayweather? Given that he turned, he was going to fight a small um, kickboxer. <laughs> I don't, what was he thinking? He's a small man who seems he, to be very good, actually. He I jumps he, on people. I think he just wants attention. That yeah. Did you ever see that kickboxer, though? The highlights? I started watching highlights of that guy. He actually goes from the side of the ring, jumps, and then he hits. It's like, king, And then he's like, really good. Like, I don't know. I'd like to see him, I don't know, against two. I, maybe against... I know he's so small, but he, like he—he's like maybe a Conor frog. McGregor, maybe Conor McGregor. I maybe Conor McGregor, although I think I don't know. I mean, if it's an MMA fight, Conor will win. If it's a kickboxing fight, that kicking guy will win because he kicks. Okay, well we'll see you next. You know week. what? That'd be interesting, Caleb. I noticed that in the octagon, interestingly enough, they hardly ever kick. Not a lot of kicking. Mostly punching. Well, kicking's dangerous. Or they, they, they hug, they, they get into the thing, and then they get on the ground, and then the guys sit on the guy, and that's usually how it goes. Anyway, lucky we don't have that in boxing. Anyway, so for Eric and for... Caleb. This is our... Uh, a Glove for the Game podcast. A Glove for the Game podcast. We'll be back next week. week. And, and keep punching, bye. ladies and gentlemen. Bye.